Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Hyperion Hub, your meeting place for all things Disney. Now your hosts. Hello and welcome to the Hyperion Hub, your meeting place for all things Disney. I'm John Alois, joined by Sean Degenhart. Hello. And John Redling. Hey there. <laughs> it's my Ed McMahon. <laughs> Sweepstakes today. <laughs> Wherever you're listening to us, please rate and review so more people find the show. You can email us at podcast at thehyperionhub.com. Follow us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at Hub Hyperion. We like to start things off with our Disney views, and I'm going to throw it over to Sean. Well, Valentine's Day is just around the corner, so do you guys have your chocolate and flowers already bought for your wives? Yes, and, and typically... I don't eat too many of them before she opens the box, so we're, we're pretty good so far. Well, that's a consideration thing. You t- <laughs> yeah. want to get rid of all the ones that she doesn't like. So what, you right? have chocolate and flowers for all of our wives? I'm very confused. <laughs> oh, no. This is Sorry. weird. All right. all right. Well, with Valentine's Day coming up, we thought we'd take a look at some of our favorite Disney couples. Favorite Disney couples. John Redling Schaefer. What about you? Bob and Helen Parr. Oh, oh that's a good one. I tell you what, we're all superheroes, right? Yeah. At least we think we are. But we still got to get through the day-to-day. We have struggles as a family. We get through them, and in the end, we win every day. And that's why I choose Bob and Helen Park. That's incredible. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um, you know, I thought about, I, when you look just up Just give Disney, us an answer, Alois. Disney couples. I didn't call for you yet. <laughs> there are hundreds of You looked at me. You gave me the nod. Um, my wife said Anna and Kristoff. I've always enjoyed uh, Aladdin and Jasmine. But I'm going to go with the slam dunk answer and say... Mickey and Minnie, the longest running couple in Disney history. They began their romance in 1928 on Steamboat Willie, and they're still used in brand new attractions. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway that opened in Disneyland a couple of weeks ago, and of course uh, opened in Walt Disney World a few years ago. So new attractions still featuring the great Mickey and Minnie Mouse. So serenading your sweetheart with the teeth of a hippopotamus that does it every time i've got two for you roy and edna and walt and lillian i think the powerhouse couples that started it all she stood lillian stood by him she told him when she thought his ideas were stupid and she said that'll never work but she supported him in every venture they ever had yeah uh, the greatest disney love story they met at work and um you know at Walt Disney Studios and went on to have a 41-year marriage. Love is in the air, and we are thrilled to have two couples joining us for this Valentine's Day episode. They both have unique Disney wedding stories. First, let's welcome our new guests to the show, Kristen and Kurt Pfeiffer, hello. hello. Hi, thanks for having us. Yeah, Thank you. Also joining us is Julia Locus bam and Jeff Bam. Welcome to the Hyperion Hub. Hello. Hey, good you. to be back, you guys. 
Yeah, first off, you may remember Jeff and Kristen as two of the four members of the wonderful Nostalgia podcast, uh, which ran for about a decade, just missing Dave and Becky for a reunion show. Jeff is the co-host of Doom Buggy Spook Show and the creator, owner, proprietor of DoomBuggies.com. Before we get to the weddings, let's start at the beginning. How did you meet your spouse? Did Disney play a role? And we'll start with Kurt and Kristen. Yeah, it definitely played a role, right? Like when we first met, I believe, was it at the Haunted Mansion 40th? Yeah, so he was a Nostalgia listener. He doesn't like to admit this sometimes, <laughs> but he was a listener. <laughs> and we were going to the Nostalgia or the Haunted Mansion event, the 40th. And uh, Jeff and I had gotten tickets, and so had Dave, our other co host. Um, and we had just said, like, hey, if you're going and you want to sit at our table, because, you know, like a lot of times Disney. F- fans don't have a friend to go with we kind of threw it out there like if you want to come just email us and we'll put you at our table and so kurt emailed um so that that was the first time we met but it wasn't until like we didn't start dating for quite some time afterwards like years i think yeah it was a while (laughs) yeah the stars did not align right away they're slow stars it wasn't love at first sight yeah (laughs) i mean that sounds really bad but it just you know like we're just from different spaces like you know you know how that goes sometimes it just takes longer to work that that magic and you don't really think of the haunted mansion as the prime (laughs) real estate for romance oh wait a minute all i remember from that all i remember from that first night was like i i don't even think i talked to kurt that night but i remember like he was a vegetarian and he like so the meals came and he'd ordered a vegetarian meal and apparently disney had forgot about vegetarians there was nothing so they just brought him like a raw slab of tofu and i remember looking down the table thinking like oh that poor guy he paid like three (laughs) hundred dollars to be here as his tofu you know what Kristen? i didn't know this until just last week but i just think that's disney's way of something because when we we went to 20 we were lucky enough to eat at 21 royal last summer and someone ordered an alternate thing and it was was it chicken is that what she said it was nothing but a breast of chick like a roasted breast of chicken at 21 drop. royal like they just <laughs> dropped a roast breast of chicken on there it's so it's better than a slab it's of raw tofu. A cube of tofu yeah <laughs> it was a big cube too like a brick yeah it was a it was a large gelatin- gelatinous what do you call that what's the creature the gelatinous cube yeah we um uh i was gonna say the haunted mansion is gonna play a, a large role in your show tonight like no not, i'm not even bringing that it's just a big part of our stories so we'll well kristen already laid out yeah, that's, why it's that's a big how part we of her met story. no magic yeah. tofu years later love and haunted mansion <laughs> it's a magic formula right <laughs> yeah how about you jeff and and julia you want, me to, you want me to say, yeah, so we, uh, well, Julia, I had met her many, many years ago, kind of like Kristen. She called uh, me, and I just knew her voice, or I think you called me, or emailed me. She emailed me, and I just knew her tone of email, and she said, hey, I, I heard you wrote a book. I'm the some some mem- some um, member of the organization of one of these Disneyana fan clubs that was up here in the Bay Area, and she said, we were wondering if you'd like to come, you know, discuss your book, and you could sell some books, and it was very kind of a formal, respectful note, and I thought this, I, I you know, you think about Disneyana fan clubs, you think about people writing you, inviting you. I I thought it was an perhaps a retired or elderlier woman writing to me because she was so formal and so you know polite and and so I went to this thing and um you know I gave my talk and when I met Julia I was ple- pleasantly surprised to find out I was discuss- discussing this stuff with a peer you know a, a, a lovely young woman she's married at the time I was married at the time we have a, a story we could tell that story maybe as part of our as we go on. But um, so that wasn't like that wasn't our love connection. But that is how I met Julia. It was Disney related. She invited me to speak about um, and this wasn't the book I wrote 
seven, six, seven years ago, it was the first version of my book, which w- goes back 13 years. So sometime back in history here, we first met and, um, that's, uh, you know, I would like to say the rest is history, but the rest we'll just probably talk about a little bit here. Um, but it was, yes, Disney related. I just love how it. both gentlemen kind of asked, not quite permission, but you, you want me to go? You want me to go? Did you <laughs> notice that? I love it. Because uh, I would do the same thing. <laughs> well, uh, okay. So you all have unique Disney wedding stories. Kristen and Kurt, uh, you were married in one of my favorite places on the planet. Please share with us your story. Is it okay if I yeah, talk? Yeah, you can talk. <laughs> <laughs> but make it fast. Make we'll it all quick. have things to say. And there's no yeah. more tofu that we have to go through, is there? Right? Come on. Yeah. yeah. You're um, time here. Okay. <laughs> you know, it, it was there was a that was a, an amazing day for a whole lot of reasons. Number one, that I got to marry Kristen. Smart. But you yeah. can tell them where we got married. They didn't say it yet. But, oh yeah, I guess we haven't said it out loud. I just thought everybody <laughs> had this picture in their mind, no. and they all know where we're talking about. So we got married uh, down by the uh, the Disney Family Museum, the Walt mm-hmm. Disney Family Museum in the Presidio in San Francisco. There's a little cute church just up the hill. I now I can't yeah, remember the, the name the of Presidio it. The Presidio Chapel is just up the hill from the from the museum. And I had lived in San Francisco for years, and I was a musician at the time and had a piano studio. So I always had my piano recitals there for my students, and it always had been a really special place for me. And so when we wanted to get married, we thought, you know the wife wins and I was in the Bay Area at the time even though Kurt was in Seattle so we thought museum and then the church up the hill just kind of made sense yeah it did and actually there was a nice bonus that my um my dad was stationed at the Presidio back in the day the Korean War War, yeah Yeah. so it had some family history to it as Mm -hmm. well yeah. And, you know, just the, the beautiful, like the, the museum was beautiful. The the view was beautiful. Yeah. The sunlight, you know, it was great. And Kristen, because she lived down there, could pick all the good yeah. stuff. Like she got some great desserts, like ordered <laughs> from a nearby bakery. Yeah. And a great band yeah. to show up. So. Well, and we were really lucky in that. If you've been to the museum, you know there's the main museum. And then there's like an exhibit hall in the back, kind of a back separate building. And at the time, they I don't think they'd actually had any exhibitions back there. They hadn't really made the conversion to an exhibit space. And so I don't honestly know if they still rent that out for receptions and whatnot. But at the time, they were really open, you know, to us being there. And um, it was really, it was really magical. Is that um, the Diane Brad, Disney I mean, Miller? Yes. Hall? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. I mean, Brad Bird stopped by. Yeah. Like, you can't beat that, right? Like, <laughs> he crashed the party. Rebels. Yeah, yeah, he did. did. Yeah, I mean, it, in some ways, it was it was nice because it was also um, a, quite a small space, so we only had like seventy five people, mm-hmm. um, and it was that era of Disney, but not like super Disney, which just isn't. I mean, I love super Disney, but it's just not who we necessarily are as a couple. So it was a nice way to have some Disney, but also have San Francisco, and again, like Kurt's dad had been stationed there, so lots of other meeting as well. You should. You should say why Brad Bird crashed your wedding. I mean, it's, Let's leave it a, it's a funny. He just shows it's up to all of our events. Yeah. He shows up at our house sometimes. It's weird. He does not. It was really nice, right? So th- that day at the museum, they were actually having a special talk, and he was the guest. And um, we have just we had so many amazing nostalgia listeners over the years, and a lot of them were actually volunteers at the museum. And so they said, "Hey, you know." Our favorite podcaster is getting married next door. Would you come over? So he came to our reception. I mean, he didn't stay. He just came for like probably five or ten minutes. But he signed our wedding picture and drew Edna Mode. And oh wow, it was really it was cool. Like he took pictures with Kurt and I and and my fellow podcasters. And I mean, it just was like 
how do you beat that right? yeah. just at Disney wedding? So it, and we were so thankful too because I mean it was awesome he was there, but it really came down to listeners. I mean you guys know you have listeners that you love and you get to know through your episodes and through social media, and it was just so amazing that they went out of their way to make our day you know extra magical. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, Chris and I want you to know we tried to beat it, and you know at the end of the day when I put it in my you know Dorito meter or whatever and compare Brad Bird coming to your wedding still. Still takes the cake. <laughs> so, Julia and Jeff, the original yeah. Magic Kingdom. Tell us your story. Come on, Julia, get in here. <laughs> so I think it was one of those when we started talking about. So where do we want to do this? I said I'm sure it's way out of the budget, but I'm just gonna throw this out there. Like, would Disneyland would like? Would you, you hate that idea? Would you love that idea? And he's like. Yeah, we, we can give that a shot. So I started running some numbers and was actually surprised at now, if you get married in the park, you're talking six figures easy. So that was outside of our <laughs> of our realm of possibility. But um looking at on property, knowing that we live in California and nothing is cheap here. So uh, it was you know, looking at doing something up in the Bay Area, it was pretty similar, actually, yeah. to what we were, depending on what you add, right? The more you add, of course, the more expensive it's going to get. Um, yeah, it just basic, was a little bit smaller. Than basic what we Disneyland wedding turned out to be like a high, higher class country club price. You know, it wasn't really way different. Um, so anyway, yeah, go on. Yeah. So once once I found that out, um, it was kind of a no brainer from there. And we just uh, started making some phone calls. The biggest challenge was this was during the pandemic. So we had to pick everything without actually seeing it. So thankfully, we'd been there many times and at least had a decent idea of what we were looking at. But um, like our planning meetings were all over Zoom. And so we, we did miss out on some of the things that like if you planned a wedding there now, you'd get to go down and meet with your planner and walk around and tour the different sites and options and all of that. We did get to do the food tasting, which yes. was amazing. Like that was. Yeah, that was a super cool experience. Um, and they don't, you know, we right. I think we were the first week they started opening up again. They said, Oh, you're, you're lucky. You can come down here and choose, you know, we can make a menu for you and you can taste your food. And we kind of thought the way they described it to me, I thought, Oh, they'll have a group of, you know, lots of people getting married and they'll bring us into a room and have all these dishes, but they really. It's almost like your own mini reception there. I mean, they brought out a big old table full of food for you, you can bring four friends. So there were six of us there. Right. But they brought out enough food for at least a dozen people. And um, <clears throat> I probably on purpose to overwhelm you a little little bit. You know, they want to throw a little, you know, <laughs> a little sparkle on the on the plate there. But. Oh man, it, it was amazing. Where, so where was a, the uh, actual ceremony and where was the reception? Yeah, so we chose the Grand Californian. Um, I've always loved the aesthetic of that building. Um, so, it, and it has a nice warm feel to it with a little bit of Disney magic, but not, you know, again, it's not the same as being like in the park. Uh, we chose the Brisa Courtyard for the ceremony, which is um, kind of in the center of the hotel. There's the courtyard there where the monorail goes over. Um, the monorail wasn't running yet. But we were hoping that it would go start going by the time we had the wedding and then just have that little pop. They're like, sometimes you have to pause your ceremony <laughs> while the monorail goes through and then you can keep going. And then we had the reception just right there in the hotel. 
uh, in the Grand Californian in the Wisteria Ballroom. <laughs> so they've got a bunch of different size ballrooms there. And there's a couple other courtyards that they have at the Grand Californian. They, of course, have the Disneyland Hotel and um, Paradise Pier as well. One of the things I didn't realize until after we picked was that the hotel you choose determines which kitchens are making your food, um, which made me even more happy that we'd picked the Grand because I love Napa Rose and Carthay Circle and storytellers, like all the ones kind of connected uh, to the Grand there were, are all places we enjoy eating, so... Yeah. Wait, Julie, am I hearing am I hearing you say you didn't want Goofy's pantry to cater your wedding? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not not so much. Because I do have that peanut butter and jelly pizza. I mean, I was, really, I was looking for that at your reception. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> when did you take those pictures? I, I've seen your photos at the uh, Haunted Mansion and throughout the park. Was that in like the middle of the night or was it the day before? <laughs> yeah, so our wedding, we did a brunch morning set up like the ceremony was at 9 30 yeah. something like that yeah and so we we all wanted it to go together right so we did it the same day uh they your only option for that is in the morning so it's five to seven i think that's when they do wedding pictures at disneyland so um which was was great for the auto mansion because oh and we chose so you choose your locations and you can have two i think right or three up to three, up to three. <clears throat> um of course every time you want to be somewhere else they'll talk on a couple thousand dollars so <laughs> we we chose main street and um, the haunted mansion were the two we chose and julia chose them for us and she knew the haunted mansion would be special for me and we thought main street sounded the most versatile we're glad we did that because um you know the big pumpkin was there and so we could get these pictures that were kind of themed towards our autumn wedding um so yeah five to seven so it's nice at for the time of year we were there it's dark at five and sun rises up by seven so you can have a different kind of sky for your different kind of photos right so um some of our haunted mansion photos were out in the dark and then we went inside the building took some pictures and by the time we were finishing and took a few more outside it was light so it was kind of kind of cool and you don't have to do it the same day as your ceremony but um I didn't want to go through all of that twice. Like I didn't want to do my makeup twice and my hair and worry about my dress and just the the whole thing. Plus we have our kids there. And um, so we chose to make it the longest day ever. Um, my hairstylist showed up at one forty-five in the morning <laughs> to do my hair and makeup. <laughs> so um, Yeah. And then we did Oogie Boogie Blast that night after the wedding. So it was a long day for Julia. Yes, it was. So, yeah. Worth it. Very long day. Tell us about some of the family reactions. Did, did Was everyone aware that you are big Disney fans? I mean, what did they think about going to uh, this particular venue? Yeah, I mean, I think the majority of our guests were Californians, Bay Areans, because, um, again, I win. And so, you know, <laughs> limited guest list. And again, like we had invited some people from Seattle, but it was hard, you know, some hard, hard for them to travel. Um, but I mean, everybody, it just made sense. I think... My parents were just thrilled because it meant when we got married, I'd move back home to Washington where they live. So my, my family was behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think anybody was was shocked that it was at the Walt Disney Family Museum, or at least the reception was. I mean, just kind of tracked, right? Like we met through the podcast, um, you know, a lot of our date because we, we lived in different places. I lived in California. He lived in Washington. And we were dating the whole time. Like I didn't move till wow. we got married. And so 
pretty much anytime we were together, it was when, you know, he'd come visit me, I'd come visit him, or we'd go places. We'd go to a Disney park, right? Went to Walt Disney World, went to Disneyland. We'd go to events at the museum. Mm-hmm. And so we definitely had that in common. So, yeah, it definitely was not, I don't think it was a surprise for anybody. I don't think it was a surprise, but, it, you know, because of the setting at the Disney Family Museum, it didn't even necessarily feel Disney. It yeah. was it was just nice. It was well made. They they um, make you use their catering, but it was Wolfgang Puck. Yeah. So it was you know decent food and mm-hmm. not. Do you say Wolfgang Puck is decent food? It was, it was good. It, it's no <laughs> tofu brick. Yeah, <laughs> but. But it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like you know. I don't know. It was quality. It wasn't stuff. Subway. It was not Subway. It's a party Subway. sub shows up, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but the, the thing is, you walk in there, and this, like Kristen said, nowadays it's pretty much full of exhibits. Last I saw, I don't really yeah. know what they're running in there now. The Jungle Book, beautiful... I think. What, yeah. what are they doing? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, But I don't think they lease it out anymore for these kinds of events, but it's a beautiful open space if you don't have an exhibit in it. And it's yeah. it's got an upstairs and a downstairs, and you can see the people you know dancing or eating or whatever if you yeah. go upstairs. And it just is light and airy mm-hmm. and you don't get the vibe of like hardcore Disney. Yeah. But at the same time, we were able to add our own Disney touches and which was nice because they were all illegal and they, well, Disney families, we just didn't care. You know, like we had, like Jeff did our table cards were all attraction posters, but he changed the color scheme to go to our colors and they didn't care. You know what I'm saying? So they were really cool. Cause you know, I think sometimes when you go the official Disney route and Julie and Jeff, you can speak more to this is you have to really follow the rules. Right. And I probably shouldn't be saying this on a public podcast, but they were really nice about like, yeah, just, you know, bring the, de- bring the decor you want. And again, besides just having to use their catering company, like we could even pick our own cake company and we picked our own music. Like they just, honestly cared that we paid the bills and got out when it was time to close which was really and they were great to work with like they were really really nice i mean if you have a chance to book a reception there i would say go for it yeah it's it was and again like cost wise like we probably paid less than if we would have had like a big wedding for 200 you know what i'm saying like it was it was pretty reasonable yeah how many do we have like 75 75? yeah Yeah. and it was it was the right amount of people for that that venue too and right amount for us. You know, we're older. We were older when we got married. Like, it was, I was in my 30s and Kurt was in his 40s. And, you know, we just didn't need a big thing. So it was just right for us. I kind of remember some photos in the museum, though. Yeah. So we got mm-hmm. to that, which was also cool because at the time, the museum, I don't know if they've changed their policy, but they were super locked down about, like, not taking photos in the museum. And they were like, take them where you want. And we had a beautiful photographer. And so we have these gorgeous pictures with the big map of Disneyland throughout the ages and in the big glass wall room with the bridge in the background Mm -hmm. and in that um that one gallery that has all the it's kind of dark and it has all the movies up on the wall and the the concept art Uh, so I mean that was really cool yeah and then we we ran we ran to Jeff Curdy he was in some of our wedding photos like it just was (laughs) and I think that's a thing for us it just it felt like it felt like we were home you know what I'm saying like it felt really small and really personal and even people who weren't at our wedding, there were volunteers we knew from the podcast. And it just it just felt really cozy yeah. in a weird San Francisco way. It was nice. We were surrounded by friends and family. Yeah. And like like you said, like the volunteers, like we knew some of them. And it's just like 
it just felt like you weren't going to a place you didn't know. It felt like something mm-hmm. very familiar that we'd been to a lot of times. And, yeah. you know, Mastalgia even contributed some recordings to, right, at, some yeah, point, at like, one point. Yeah, like we've, we've had our stuff in the museum for their exhibits. And so it just was really. Yeah, it was just, it was an important place. And the, mm-hmm. the, the church was amazing up the hill, too. If you ever get a chance to go by yeah. it, it's really cute up there. And it's. And if you need a rental, it's like two hundred dollars. Yeah, like it's the cheapest place Dirt to rent in San Francisco. So yeah, the Presidio Main Chapel, like go for it. Yeah, Jeff and Julia, what was it like working with Disney? <laughs> um, I think the pandemic definitely impacted our interaction. So I think by the time we hit our wedding day, we were on our fourth Disney wedding planner because um, they'd been l- letting everyone go and or people were moving because they couldn't afford to be on furlough for a while and stuff like that. So that part was a little frustrating, but um, however, when we did interact with them, they were, they were very kind. And, and, you know, they always got back to us at some point and, and all of that. And then day of, I mean, that day especially was just, you know, everything ran smoothly and we actually have a, our photographer was a huge part of our day going really smoothly, but yeah, everything showed up when it was supposed to show up, and yeah, I feel like you're being a little diplomatic. <laughs> it's not you sound a little different than maybe the the week of our wedding. We, we, <laughs> we I mean, it was, it was the 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 deal with Disney is they're um, professional, of course, you know, and if there's any issue that you bring to them, they're going to deal with it. There were some things that we there are a lot of dots of eyes that we had to put ourselves that we didn't realize like for the day like you're talking about the day of the day before right when we're, 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 we were trying to what were we trying to do i don't even remember what we we're trying to do so part of your package you get one night oh on that's property. right the hotel yeah Yikes. but we were going to be there more than one night and so we got it it just got completely messed up and you know we needed two rooms because there were the two families and um so were, we, like we called our planner and she's like, well, you need to talk to so-and-so like everybody was kind of. Yeah. Pointing so they kind of left us trying to, was, they kind of left us trying to solve that yeah. problem on our own. So there were a few, a couple things like that, like the day of, we kind of thought they were going to have, you know, some audio connectors that they, you know, I kind of caught them mumbling about a little bit in the corner, but it was, you know, it was kind of funny because it was an issue of they weren't the number of wedding planners we had. One of them probably said, Oh yeah, that'll be taken care of. But then the next one never got the information. And so then when we show up and we're like, where's the connector for our iPod, they're kind of, uh, so it all, like I said, everything worked out and they, they went and dealt with it after, you know, grumbling for a minute. So, so that kind of thing, like little tiny things kind of edged in there, but there was nothing that wasn't, professional in in the end right nothing that we didn't feel that we paid for we didn't get at a good value at at reasonable value for what we paid so all of that is all good yeah you know was it magical in the end it was it was because of the reception and ceremony and guests and everything and the pictures oh the pictures so one thing i'll say for disney weddings i think you have to hire a photographer approved by disneyland for a disneyland wedding photography package i don't know about disney world um that's turned out to be super important because our Disney, our photographers, the day of the wedding knew what pace things should be happening at. And they kind of kept encouraging us to move to the next thing before the wedding planners did. So if we were relying on Disney's wedding coordinator, it may have felt hectic. Whereas with our wedding, with our photographers kind of 
encouraging us to kind of, oh, this is coming up. Oh, you might want to get ready for this. Everything kind of flowed really well. So that was really important. Like we didn't know that would be so important, but it, it was. Um, it's interesting, um, Jeff. I've shot plenty of wedding videos uh, on the video mm-hmm. side. And I think one thing that the photographer and videographer think about that the others aren't thinking about is we need to get those perfect shots and we have only certain amount of time to get it done. So we know the bride needs to be here in 20 minutes. So we have to get these things done before that. And you kind of drive the show at certain points, even when you get to the church or or to wherever the uh, ceremony is. But anyway, yeah, I, I could see a good photographer who's very organized can really help make the wedding go smoothly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that Kristen and I both, we have these photography parts of our wedding. Like I didn't really think that would be the important part. Um, and I don't know if Kristen's really saying it was the important part, but you know, even though they let you take pictures of anything you want in the museum now, like you can't be alone in there having with your couples pictures. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and the same thing with us in the haunted mansion. Anyone can take a picture from the haunted mansion, but we got to like stand in the grass at midnight with the moon up above us taking, you know, these alone pictures in front of the haunted mansion and they came out beautifully. And so, um, yeah, I'm really like the photography turned out to be just happens to be part of our stories that was fairly important. Um, Can I expand on that a little bit? Yeah. yeah, So I think that honestly starting our day that way, aside from the insane hour gave us a a magical start to our morning that I don't think we actually had the rest of the day. Oh yeah, Um, for sure. Yeah. You had a Mr. Toad wild ride sort of ride from the hotel over into the (laughs) park. (laughs) Yeah. So that started. They whipped me over there in a golf, golf cart, but, um, yeah. So they, they brought us in separate because we were doing a first look there in front of the train station by the big pumpkin. Um, and so Jeff had made me some bouquets because my flowers and stuff weren't coming until later. So he had made me some to have for the photos. And so we're getting all set up. And the cast member who was kind of watching out for me, you know, we started taking some pictures and I wasn't holding anything. And he's like, hold on. So he actually ran and pulled flowers out of the ground. <laughs> Had made me, made me a little bouquet of these Disneyland flowers. Yeah, town square flowers. He just dived into everything beautifully. He's like, "Is this okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's okay." Um, And there's some marigolds in there, like so that smell now has a very positive memory for me. So it was just little things like that. Like so, we walked along with that, and I had been talking with um, the cast members that were with me while we were waiting for everything to get set up. And they asked why we picked Haunted Mansion, and I explained that. And I said, yeah, I, I wanted the castle, but of course, the castle is the most expensive option out of all the different locations you can have. And I said, but the Haunted Mansion is really special to us, so we decided to do that. So we finished at Main Street. We're going, we walk down a ways, and then we hop back in the cars, and they drive us around the center there, and they stop in front of the castle. And I was like, what's happening? And then they open the door. And they have us get out. And I said, but we, did, we didn't pay for the castle. <laughs> She's like, I know. But you were just so sweet when you were talking about it. And mm-hmm. we just thought we'd give you a few minutes. So yeah. we had like an hour at Honda Mansion. We had a half hour at Main Street. And they gave us like five to ten minutes. So, you know, it, it, it's much longer if you pay for the castle. But um, they had just put the snow on the top. And I had a little shawl with me because it was freezing cold. So, um like I got my Christmas, which is my holiday, and then <laughs> he got to have his Halloween, and it was just this, just so sweet. And then when we got over to the Haunted Mansion, and we're taking all these shots, and they're like, 
oh, you're not at the right angle. Yeah, go get in the lawn over there. And they're just all over. And we go inside and I hear one lady go, I I think I might be able to take them downstairs. And just like, wait, what? Because <laughs> you you get to take it at the attraction, but not in the attraction. So because the foyer is technically still the queue, um, that's where we we like to say we had our first dance was was right there in the foyer. Um, but right at the end, yeah, we came back outside, took some more photos, and then she's like, "All right, follow me," and took us in the the back entrance that they used during the pandemic for a little while there, down those funky little stairs. And we got to take some along the hallway with the stretching portraits. We weren't allowed to put them on social media for a while, but um, that was just kind of a really cool, like just super nice, just pulling out those little magical moments. And I don't know, it was just a really cool way to start the day. You can tell people enjoy what they do. And that's, that's why they were helping you. They loved, you know, they loved helping you and seeing your reaction. What about your guests? Uh, were they all from the area? Did they make a vacation out of it and stick around for a few days? Or Yeah, so I think most of my family lives out of state anyway. So having a, a wedding in Southern California versus the Bay Area impacted my grandparents, um, but that was about it. So yeah, I think many people came from out of state, actually. Um, we, we had about 42 people total, so it wasn't, wasn't huge, but it was it was just right. You know, it was the people that we really wanted to have there. And, um, that's a, I would say a good, I don't know, a quarter of the people probably were decided to go to Disneyland also yeah. um, before or after. That completes the first part of our two part conversation with these lovely couples next week. We'll hear about their best moments from their big days as they share their special and emotional memories. Part two will drop the day before our usual Wednesday release on Tuesday, February 14th, Valentine's Day. Till then, please subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at Hub Hyperion. Send us an email at podcast at thehyperionhub.com. Until next week, thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great week. We're glad you could join us. We'd love to hear from you. You can email or send us a recorded audio message at podcast at thehyperionhub.com. Find us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The Hyperion Hub is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its subsidiaries. We'll meet you next time at the Hyperion Hub.